friends, welcome to episode 243 of Storyteller Conclave. This is a show all about helping you run the best tabletop role-playing game that you can, whether you're a new storyteller or dungeon master learning the craft, or an experienced storyteller looking to take your game to the next level. I'm Sarah. I'm Rob. How are we doing, Rob? I'm full. Oh my god, yeah, right? You did a great job on dinner, thank well, you. Well, thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you. Yeah. Actually, uh, 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 since we're since I was off this week, I uh, instead of getting uh, takeout from one of our local places, I came over early with some fresh veggies and some pasta, and I threw together dinner from scratch. It was wonderful. For everybody, and it was really nice, I think. So, I'm glad everybody's full and happy. Yes, fat and happy. Oh my goodness. So... It's the end of the year. Is it weird that it's the end of the year to you? Yeah, like it, it doesn't. Like... It does not feel like the end of the year because it's also like warm here. Yeah, it's like really awkward. I uh, everything feels awkward. Uh, so you know we're we're in Detroit, um, and uh, it's you know just shy of the end of the year here. The winter solstice was just like a week ago. And it was 50 degrees at 2.30 at night last night when I went to bed. Yeah. 50 degrees. Uh, let me do a quick calculation on what that is in Celsius here. Uh, 50F2C is mm-hmm. 10 degrees Celsius at night uh, at 2.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We opened the window and put the fan in. Yeah, it's been warm here, too. So, like, it's just, it's been so awkward yeah and so it doesn't feel like the which is weird because like so last night i was out with a friend for dinner mm-hmm. um and we were walking we were gonna head over for dessert and it's pitch black outside right it's night yeah yeah but it's also like 50 almost feel feels almost 60 degrees outside a little damp you mm-hmm. know and so my brain immediately kicks into summer dark it's late like, I, ca- I can't do anything else tonight. It's super late. Like, yeah. I hope this place is open. Oh, it's open till 8. That's great. Look at watch. 5.30. It is 5.30, yeah. And there is no sun in the sky. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That has been our life. But, like, I mean, also just for just from the year-wise, I mean, I think I think this happens every year. I think, you know, it's, it's probably a yearly occurrence. But, like, it just doesn't feel like... It doesn't feel like it's been a year. It feels like things that happened last year happened a couple months ago mm-hmm. you know um and that's just that's just a little weird to me but uh here we are man um yeah we've got some some people in live chat we have the live chat open to everyone tonight so if you are listening live on mixlr.com right now first of all hello and welcome yeah and and actually i do have the chat up for mixlr i can kind of see it from where i'm sitting so okay. if people end up throwing stuff there instead of the discord that's cool we'll I'll squint and try sure. and get it uh but the uh, the live chat channel in the uh uh in the discord right now has all the the safeties taken off of it essentially it's usually for patreons only but uh uh usually on nights like tonight we will open it up to everybody so um if you do want to jump in and just uh chat with us and throw a you know a couple questions at us or anything like that yeah tell us a little about what you got going on in your uh in your your gaming sphere and whatnot um we'd love to have you just jump into the discord you can find that on our link uh at uh on our twitter as well as storytellerconclave.com you can find that link on a totally side note we have this show sheet that's blank we, we never we, have blank show we sheets. Never. We usually we we jot down a couple topics of like, what do we want to discuss? Of like, oh, last year in gaming and blah blah blah. But like, we really like we just we didn't write anything. 
Yeah. For this one, so uh, we're just going to be kind of shifting from topic to topic. Yeah, I think I I, I do want to kind of do a circle from the beginning of this year because, like, at the end of last year, mm-hmm. we were stepping into OGL territory, and then the first of the year just blew into that. Oh, like it yeah. was just it was it was a it was chaos. like January the opening OGL it, scandal yeah. was yeah. yeah that whole whole thing hit right at the beginning of the year, and we waited to talk about it, mm-hmm. and and now it feels like this has been the year of like. Hasbro torching D and D, like as a whole, and it's it's just been chaos on that topic. Like it it never left. And what's funny was I went to look because I was like, you know, let's see what like the top things talked about. Because of course I had forgotten, you know, that that was a huge thing, sort of, mm-hmm. you know. And I figured like all over the years, things you know, over the years, probably there's other topics that have come up that have been really cool. Let me check our slash RPG and just see what the top topics were. R slash RPG's top three topics were all OGL related. Oh yeah, like that was it. The top seven were mostly OGL and Hasbro related at different times in the year. The flagship of the hobby was on fire. Yes, you know. Yeah, I mean, what what other what other topic is there going to be that's going to top that? You know, and, and then they, it was just things uh, you know arranged around that. Like you had you know uh, previous uh, hosts and other. Uh, or I should say, uh, previous members of Critical Role and uh, top, you know, uh, video uh, live play people getting in trouble mm. or being connected to scandals or yeah. being scandalous themselves in in ways and distancing. So, like, that was all a huge thing this year. It was just a lot of drama related really to TTRPGs, enough that it made headlines in other places. Like, this was the year seen, like, of... Forbes articles and stuff like yeah. that about D&D being up in flames. It's a little weird, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, it was really weird. And then the other thing that sat a little high in the topic sphere was, um, especially, like, which is funny, DM Academy kind of threw this out there as well, Yeah, was uh, the use of AI art and AI-generated... Uh, um, uh, campaigns and such. Oh yeah, like the like that. I mean, obviously AI was huge this year, but AI art like literally since last year exploded into this year, and now like Mid Journey has gone nuts, and people are using a bunch of different other tools. They're now making animated versions mm-hmm. of stuff. You know, there there's just so much out there that like this has been the year of like change and shift. Yeah. Um. People had talked about like giving up D and D for a month, like like I can't remember if it was June or July, but like uh, a couple of uh, um, you know talking heads on YouTube were just like, let's make June uh, no D and D June, like try a different game, mm-hmm. and we'll just keep that up year after year. Good, like, I every, applaud that. Like I think it's a great idea because do, do that every other system, as far as you know? I'm concerned. Yeah, you know, um, so I, I definitely see it as as something that was that was pretty like ever present in this last year so we also got a lot of new people which was nice yeah we got a bunch of people in the discord who had been chilling out and lurking with us and uh, and listening which we appreciated a couple That's in the discord right there now i think yeah. a couple of them are the new people uh jjn x welcome Knox in the box hulavu we love you love seeing you guys as always heat sync is here uh og and me hello yeah. welcome thank you thank you <clears throat> It feels for, nice when we actually in. have people hanging out with us. I'm it, sure it really does. Yeah, yeah. Nox, yeah. Nox is our diehard. Almost in every single chat, like on occasion, is snuck in at the eleventh hour of like, I almost missed the show. <laughs> like we have to, we have to double check and see if like it actually is Wednesday. Did we, we screw up? Like, are we Nox... broadcasting? Is there something wrong? <laughs> Nox like... isn't here. What 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 did we do wrong? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, 
And it's also like a weird time of year to get people on because it's the end of the year and like you've got other things going well, on. It's, it's also liminal space week. Yes. You know, where it's at that, that, that week between Christmas and New Year where nobody knows what day of the week it is. Or yeah, what they time stopped it is. work. So their, their routine is gone. Yep. 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 And I'm on vacation, so I'm right in there with you. Uh, Sean and I destroyed our sleep schedules immediately. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was telling you the other day, we shift to nocturnal the moment we're given one ounce of freedom from Mm -hmm. our work schedules. Yep, yep. And uh, I think it was like the first night of our vacation, we got got tacos from the local Mexican place. Mm -hmm. And then both fell asleep on the couch for like four hours and woke up at 10. And we were (laughs) like, oh, God, oh, no. I think the next night we were, I was up until 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> yep. You were like, why is Sarah, is Sarah awake still? Or is she up early that she's posting on Discord at this time? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That just totally, totally ridiculously threw me off. So, so. yeah, as far as I'm concerned, th- this week, all rules are off. Time doesn't exist. Uh, life and death are an illusion. Uh, we are all part of one consciousness experiencing itself subjectively. Yeah. So that being said, um, we do have kind of a topic to bring up. Yeah. Uh, or at least a, an announcement to make. Um, and it's a bit of a bittersweet one, yeah. I think. Um, we're not, we're not, this is not happening tonight. Uh, but uh, we are going to wrap up the show. Um, we're looking to wrap it up at our anniversary. At our fifth anniversary. Our fifth anniversary. Yep. So five we years exactly will be. Exactly five years on the air. Will be the end. Um, um, of the uh, of the show, so th- that's what we're expecting right now. Yeah, but I mean, we're we're coming up quickly on our two hundred and fiftieth episode. Um, we'll we'll surpass it by the time we wrap the show. Yeah, I, mean, I think we we'll, we'll have like what? Please, please, I didn't do the math, but please tell me it's something like two sixty nine. <laughs> it, it's not going to be a nine because it's it's fifty two weeks. Yeah, so some, something's going to be off there in the numbers. Yeah, but, but uh, uh, it'll probably be like two sixty four or something like that. But um, yeah. Yeah, unless there's ridiculous, overwhelming support, and we find extra strength, uh, it's uh, it's probably going to be 19 more episodes. I think we figured. Yeah, 19 more episodes. Yeah, and then uh, that'll be. Uh, so I mean, we'll, we'll we, we still got a couple system spotlights lined up. Yeah. Um, we, we're doing we're doing the theme of love. Yes. Uh, for uh, for for the month of February. Yeah, we might um, have some racy topics. <laughs> yeah, just might. because we put them yeah. on the back burner for too long. See, we don't we don't care about you know whether or not we're getting we're, we're going to lose fans over this anymore. So uh, we might as well talk about some uh, some more adult content. We'll have a little bit of warning for you guys before we do so. Obviously, just in case you are listening with your younger. Uh, younger folks and yeah but, and we're gonna leave the discord up the discord's not going anywhere we want the community to be around we want to keep that support level we want to keep that stuff up yeah um i'm actually right now uh getting youtube set up for all the podcast uh so all the episodes are currently up on youtube they're they're slowly trickling out uh they'll all be public probably by tomorrow okay um okay. assuming youtube doesn't do something stupid with them but they're all approved um, youtube all... do something stupid Why? yeah i know i know i know um they're still in podcast format so we'll see i mean obviously people might pick it up from that as well yeah um the show's gonna stay in the rss feed like that's not going away yeah i, I mean, mean spotify and stuff will i think keeps it for years we're not taking it down or anything about no, that. nothing um, nothing's getting know. deleted all the yeah. data is going to be out there and so. and i i want to be I kind of want to be clear. Uh, Knox is wait. I had to get up for a second. What did I miss? Um, <laughs> Knox, we, we, are, <laughs> uh, we are we are sunsetting the show as of uh, as of our fifth anniversary. Um, yeah. And so I, I kind of want to be clear about just like the reasons behind this and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, 
it's look, I I we both love doing the show and looking yeah. back on the last five years, um we've had a lot of really great experiences come out of it. Obviously the the Discord meeting all of you guys, um and and it's kept us on our toes as storytellers, having to, you know, not only come up with these topics, but then speak intelligently on them from yeah. our hearts, you know, and, you know, research what other people have, have also done. And it's made us much better storytellers, I think, you know, mm-hmm. thinking about these things. And, um, you know, but uh, the last we, – we've, we've actually found that we've repeated a couple topics verbatim. Uh, almost, almost. We, 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 in, in we doing the research, a little bit. In, in, in doing the research of the sheets, we were like, oh, let's see how much we talked about this topic before. We pull it up, we're like, we have oh, done literally this exact topic. We delve this topic hard. Okay, how can we, how can we build upon that? All with right, the let's... exact title before. Yeah, yeah. So, we didn't have many of those, but we had a few. We're starting to, we're starting to get to the point where we're repeating ourselves. And honestly, after five years of weekly content, 250 episodes, I think it's, it's bound to start happening. And I don't, I don't really have any, any interest in just retreading the same old ground for another no. five years, you know? No. And we're, we're like, it, it, I mean, I will say this and, and it is, it is, it's, I guess it's something to be said for us is in the time that you got here and then finished making dinner, we came up with 19 more episodes. That's true. I mean, four of those were system spotlights that I just had sitting around. Still. Okay. Okay. Still. Uh-huh. That's 15 more shows. Okay. Now, we haven't researched anything, we haven't yeah. done, but we had at least enough of a topic. We, we we always do the same thing. We I bring up something or you bring up something. One of us stammers about it. Then we give an opinion. Then we go, okay, that's enough to talk about crap. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm opinionated about that. Let's talk, yeah. But it's nice that we can do that, but it is a struggle yeah. to like figure out what's next. And honestly, like if if there's something else that we could do that would take... A little less effort at times, um, and not feel like we're just repeating ourselves. Because that's the last thing we want to do is repeat ourselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we also, you made a good point. We don't want to be uh, supernatural, where we go, you know, nineteen seasons more than we should have. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I, you know, I, I kind of want to um, end the show on a on a high point, at least personally. Yeah, um, I do enjoy doing the show, but I think more and more I'm finding myself kind of lacking the energy to get going about it and feeling like writing the show sheet every week is a little more of a chore and kind of, I, I, I want to, I want to say goodbye to the show while I still remember it fondly mm-hmm. and not let it get to the point that I resent the show mm-hmm. and look back on it poorly. Yeah. That it drained us too much. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so when, now that I'm, I'm starting to feel those kind of like, uh, we got to do the show instead of yay. We got to do the show. It's yeah. it now. It's I think it's it's probably it's, it's it's a good time. It's a five year mark. We can't say that we didn't give it a good try. You know. True. True. I mean, one of our big goals, and it it sounds stupid to say this, but like we were trying to figure out what our goals were, whether they were like people counts or anything like that, and it really came down to like, hey, can we be recognized by the community? Like, will somebody talk about us in the community at large? Mm-hmm. And after, you know, five years and all these episodes, not really. Not really. Like, I, I don't think we've made any kind of headway in that whatsoever. Yeah. And that's, it's disappointing. Yeah. It's a little disappointing. Um, And yeah, that's, we know that the biggest problem 
probably is the fact that it's a podcast, audio only. Which, and, and not a YouTube thing. If we were video yeah. on YouTube, we would we would probably have some kind of viral thing that we could do. Yeah, exactly. And we'd have a different level of following, especially after the number of episodes that we have. But we're not. Right. We're not doing live plays. We're not named people. We're never going to get invited to a castle to run a game. Neither of us are conventionally attractive Instagram influencers who's decided to take up the hobby, you know, Correct. et cetera, et cetera. Previous actors, you know, who, who right. have money and time to build a whole set. Exactly. And friends who have production studios, you know. Yeah. So, uh, honestly, I... I, I I don't. I don't know that there was a lot of room for us in the uh, in 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 the space. Um, but but you know what we did. What we did accomplish though was we have a really great tight knit con- uh, community, of, supportive community, a really supportive community. I love that. I love every single person who's on our Discord. Like I, there's like literally nobody on our Discord that I look at and I'm like, oh, okay, that it's they're, they're here too. I guess you know. But no, I'm enthusiastic about hearing about everybody. I love that everybody brings in their own, mm-hmm. um, like. Uh, you know, like Violent Menace comes on, and like the yes. only time Violent Menace ever posts on our Discord is when like somebody says the magical words that summons him, which is Cortex Prime. Yes, um, I, I'm I'm looking at the live chat right now, expecting him to pop in, going, "Did somebody say Cortex Prime?" Like, like it you rings know? the bell for him. But it's, but it's great that we have someone on our, you know, who's just like an aficionado on like one yeah. system, and is just super enthusiastic about it. And joined our pod, joined our, 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 you know, started listening to our podcast because of it. Yep. Joined our Discord because of it. And mm-hmm. if anybody has any questions, we know who to go to for Cortex Prime. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, but everybody brings brings something something so unique to the conversation. I think it's it's been a really great place to uh, to just meet new people and and just hear new ideas. I love when discussions would pop up on there of like, hey guys, I'm kind of thinking, you know, I'm going to run this for my next game, but I'm just really wondering what to do with this plot. Should I do this or should I do that? And these huge organic discussions would would break Mm -hmm. out between five, six different storytellers all going like, all right, well, let's workshop that. What sort of emotional response are you looking for from this plot? Yeah. And I know I probably don't post on the Discord as much as Rob does, but like I... I think a lot of that is because I like to just step back and let the other storytellers on there, like, give their opinions. If you want my opinion, I've got a whole-ass podcast for that, you know, <laughs> at least for a little while now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you'll have to step up now. Right. Now now I'll actually have to start posting on the Discord. Yeah. Um, but but you know, I, I, would lo- I, I wanted that space to be there for the other storytellers to jump in and help one another, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and it happens, and I, I love it. Yeah. I love it a lot. Yeah. No, you know? it's it's been pretty fantastic. So Yeah. It's in like I want to be able to talk about uh at least in into next year which we will do um the games that we're running cuz I do plan on starting a game almost first off in January. Oh yeah. Like uh, like doing That's my soon, huh? Yeah, like okay. I I want to kind of get something going. I I my itch has been all year. Yeah, like, sure. wanting to do something. And you've so been, I, you've been you've been milling over Tiny Tavern for for yeah. months now, yeah, yeah, and just looking at other games and other ideas, I'm like, I want to run some one shots. I want to get into other systems. I want to try different things out. And by being able to do those things while you're still running your full campaign, it'll also give you a chance to jump into those when you've got 
you know, the, the, the time to spin into it, right. Mm -hmm. And get a feel for it. And I think that'll be really good and, and adventurous for both of us to do. And we can talk about it right, right through to the end of the podcast, obviously. Um, you know, but I want to share that with, especially with our community to make sure that like they get to experience and enjoy that. And Mm -hmm. I, I'm trying to figure out ways that I can, that once the podcast is done, it doesn't mean that we're done gaming by any means. We'll probably end up, I'm not going to say we're going to be doing more, but like, it's it definitely opens up some cycles for us to to be able to do a bit more than we were doing before and it might open up something for me to do some like online i might open it up in the the channel and just run one shots in the discord oh yeah with, grab people from our you know from our community absolutely i think it'd be um, great yeah and that way people can and i can run it at weird times too mm-hmm. like cause, hey i have a wednesday night now <laughs> right yeah exactly your wednesday night your wednesday night is perfectly free so you know so uh so i i might i might open that stuff up to uh to try try some new ideas that i have and and let our our community experience some of our our gameplay mm-hmm. as well cuz i think that'll be a lot of fun um, because yeah, I, I, I love the community we've built and I want to keep it. I think that would, that would be great actually. Like kind of put our, put our money where our mouth is and, uh, uh, run some games for our great community members who were like, yeah, listened to us talk for 250 shows about what great storytellers we are. And then, you know, <laughs> they're going to, sh- they're going to shit on us. They're going to be like, this is all you're, <laughs> that's it. This is the hype. You guys had a whole ass show about this and that's what you offer us. I expected, I expected, you know, Emerald Lugosi and I got. I got Burger King. Like, <laughs> what is this? Yep, yep, yep. That, that's what's going to happen. It's definitely. We're going to choke. Over It'll be terrible. and underperform, man. Yeah, that's going to create a whole new level of stress for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I got to say, I, can, I, I, being perfectly honest, I got to uh, I gotta say, too, like, and you're, you're gearing up for, for your game, too. I've been, I've been wondering why I've been eyeballing side games for a while, and... It's definitely because I'm feeling a little burnt on my own game. No, you and rightly so. It's been going forever. It's it's so. been it's been going for a while, and it's only two thirds done. So uh, I'm I'm trying to find ways of like making the last part of the plot more succinct. Um, I kind of wanted this like to be the big like globe trotting like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know I I think I think Sean had had expectations that it was going to be much more open world than it is. Yeah, and so I feel like I wanted to, you know, at least give him a little taste of that. But I'm, I'm not sure that, I'm not sure how much I'm going to be able to deliver on that. You can give any sort of a succinct, you know. I don't want this game to run for twenty years. Right now, as it stands, if you make alterations, to do not do do not make alterations as it's as you've been doing and talking about and cut some of the stuff to in in, med- in media res for us mm. moving into certain things. It, we're going to be running this for a very long time. It might, it might be it, it, like a year e- or even, more. Even succinctly, it might run another two years. Just yeah, you know, which you're not going to handle. I don't want to do. No, you're not going to handle that well. Yeah, and you don't want to end it before it's done. Yeah, well, exactly. No, I, I, I no, I'm not going. I'm not going to end it before it's done. It's just, am I going to hate it before I end it? Is do, the do thing. You remember you know? how I felt about it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and then take time. a break. Like, do something completely else. Yeah, yeah. But then I think I've got Star Trek on the on the on the side burner. Keep it short. That's the only thing I'm going to suggest for you. No, 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 no. I am, I am, I am, okay. I am. I'm, I, I think, I think we we talked about it a little bit when we did the Star Trek um, system spotlight. Is they've got all those yeah. great uh, uh, things online of um, all those little module packs and stuff. Like that I should grab one of those. All right. Why well, make it difficult on myself? You know? True, true, true. 
Hey, look, we got even the Mad Elf. The look Mad Elf that. is here. It feels like he missed something important. You did. Um, you, you did a little bit. The, the Discord will uh, will fill you in so we don't have to do it a third time. <laughs> yes. So, uh, question for those who are, are here. Do you guys want... Um, do you want surprises? Because I have some that I could do giveaways on. Or... We have 19 topics that we now know about, and we we never talk about our future topics. We've never done that. Oh, okay. Do you want to you want to spill a little? We tea? could spill some tea if you guys want to hear what some of the topic ideas for our last 19 episodes. Yeah, are. talk talk to us in the live chat here. What do you yeah. what are you feeling? You what do you want? Because um, uh, and also, I mean, we could do we could do some great like question and answer sessions too. Like if you just throw some weird off the wall questions at us, um, yeah. even if it's like a paragraph long of like, here's what's going on in my game. What do I do with this? You know. Honestly, would love that kind of stuff. Yeah, too. exactly. Um, so, so let us know wh- what what would interest you. And in the meantime, that's actually kind of a show like idea that I've always wanted to do is just like the whole like Q and A session of just, like even even just live. But like it yeah. never seemed like we were able to pull enough interest to do an entire show out of it. You know. Well, and that's the thing is is I one of the things that we had actually talked about doing possibly, but it's hard to figure out the scheduling for it is grabbing someone from the community who's having an issue and chatting with them oh yeah yeah and just yeah, doing yeah. doing the whole circle right there with them so i, I think that's a I, I think it would be a, a fun thing to do but it's hard to schedule those things because they need it sometimes faster than our show is going to present so right right so while we're waiting for some commentary to come back in the live show chat since i, I know we have a delay um we're looking at doing still four more system spotlights um, so that we, we, we fill out our year. Um, you got your books for Trinity Continuum. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, not only Trinity Continuum, but the adventure, uh, uh, Trinity Adventure Tells the Aeon Society. Yes. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what's changed in that and, and how it's altered, but I miss that system. I miss adventure, really. Mm-hmm. Trinity, eh. But, uh... Second is uh, my tiny tavern stuff. I know it's going to be a very simple system, but I'm mm-hmm. interested to talk about what I've discovered from it and the ideas that that I see as a potential. Um, Wander Home was another one we looked at. Yeah, we were actually got. going to reschedule Wander Home, or we we were originally going to do Wander Home for December, I think. Yeah, but we we threw in uh, Star Trek so that you didn't have to do extra reading. Yeah, I was I was already reading Star Trek, and uh, I was getting I was I was expressing to to Rob that I'm like it's like I'm cramming for finals every month. I hate doing these system spotlights, and he's like, "All right, all right, all right, we're going to do a nice easy one on you. <laughs> we're, yeah. gonna, we're just going to move Wander Home over, and we're going to do Star Trek since you're already halfway through that book." <laughs> yes. Uh, and then for the fun of it, uh, probably in February, we'll do uh, Thirsty Sword Lesbians. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Um, oh, nice, Knox. Excellent choice for tea sipping, slipping. All right. All right. If you guys want some of the tea. Um, so we did have some uh, contributions from our our Discord um, that we thought were really great, and we want to include them. Uh, so one of our shows is going to be on table lingo. Uh, how games change language and what that means. And we kind of went back and forth about this, even just bringing up the topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be fun. That's when you're talking like, you know, Shadowrun uses a lot of custom terminology for like, you know, the Matrix and, you know, Drek and, you know, uh, your stuffer shacks and things like that. I think what it was it was best done by uh, Z Bashaw, the... Uh... Oh God! Um, the, yeah, the anim- those those animated spell book things yes. that he does. Um, where he's got one where it was like, 
Uh, was... he, he got his new version of some cyberpunk game, in, and it was like, you know, you've got to drag this crack if you want to sniffle this, f- you know, th- these sort of, uh, you know, crinkles. Yeah, it's and like, it's like, wh- what? What is going on <laughs> here? Are any of those words English, you know? <laughs> but it's just a, a play on how absolutely full of slang these things are, you know? Yeah. And and I get it, but th- there's some things that I want to, uh, th- that I'm going to bake into that. But effectively, I, I see a lot of it in just the term punk. Yeah, punk changes terms because of what it is, you know. Um we also we do try we do want to get possibly get somebody on or or maybe a few people on at different times uh to do uh to do a GM help, you know, to see if we can uh we can pull together some live help for people uh either in getting started or working on an existing story. Mhm. Um Another one we had was uh, the harmony of a group. Like, not only, like, are your friends your friends, but they also had different ideas of what play might be for them. Whether yeah, yeah. whether they're, like, really into RP, or they're into objectives, or, like, they're murder hobos, or mm-hmm. they're into socializing. You or know, they're, you... like, super into, like, optimizing their character and play, engaging with the numbers part of the game, but not so much the role-playing part of the game, you know? Um and yeah, the, all, actually, these last couple of ideas actually came to us through our uh, through our Patreon contributors. Uh, the highest tier of our Patreon uh, basically allows you access to the contributors channel and uh, drop suggestions in there. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I want to thank uh, both Knox in the Box and Subject for uh, for dropping those 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 ideas in there. Yep, we love them. We love them. Because then when we get uh, little things like this, where we're like, oh God, what are we gonna do for shows? We just go back in there and we're like, literally, people have asked for this, so let's do it. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, um, we're also, we, we kind of have had a running discussion about OSR versus narrative and let we, I mean, like our show is narrative. Like we, we talk about storytelling. Yeah, exactly. We're, this all, we're all about the story. This and... isn't tabletop miniature OSR conclave, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, I think the core of that has some interesting things because we talked about it as we were going mulling it over and it was really the idea of emergent stories versus hook and plot. Yes, yes, you know, versus, versus plot point stories, yeah. You know, and the whole concept of it, it was funny that uh, even my wife said it. She was just like, yeah, why are you playing that? Like, what keeps you at the table if it's emergent? And I'm like, I don't know. That's We're going to have a talk about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and, like, I think we, we, we talked a little bit about, well, I don't know how much I want to because I want to save this for the show, but, you know. Yeah. Like somebody, somebody said something about, and I think we, we we talked about this a little bit when we were looking at one player, uh, single player, yeah, uh, single player games. Yeah, is that um, when you've got like everything being determined by a dice chart, mm-hmm. you know, uh, all your reactions and whatnot. I think somebody recently on the Discord was talking about this. One player I don't games. remember. Anyway, um, keep going, keep going. So I, so I saw some recent discussion about it. Anyways, about um. Uh, using you know some sort of randomized charts and stuff of like that to essentially simulate a storyteller. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, oh no, I know what it was. It was um, uh, talking about running NPCs in combat, right? And I think maybe it was on r slash RPG on on Reddit. Um, mm-hmm. But they were talking about uh, using some sort of a system to um, simulate decision making processes. Yes. Was yeah. this on the Discord or was it on r slash RPG? 
Um, because if it's on the Discord, I I apologize if it was on the Discord and I I am just forgetting who you were that you said. No, it. no, it was on the Discord. We were talking. Uh, it was talk. It was in um, game system design. We mm-hmm. were talking about. Uh, I can't remember who brought it up, but yeah, we did have a discussion about it in the Discord. Uh, we were talking about uh hex patterning. Um, which is a, a lily padding or hex patterning, uh, where you basically design whether they, things are getting uh, emergent in a direction. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a kind of a, a, a quad graph, you know, where you you move hex to hex based on a roll, and each hex either brings you closer to into conflict or passiveness or agreeability or you know. I found it. It was Kilkey. Oh, oh, excellent! Yeah, yeah, it was just just back on the seventh. Um, it's in the uh, it's in the homebrew uh, uh, um channel on the Discord. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. yes. Um, but I, I I feel like I feel like a lot of like OSR like you know like make the 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 dice should decide the uh, the outcome and stuff like that. A lot of it is just like that. It's like mm-hmm. what weather is today? What is the random encounter you're running into today? What's around yeah. this next corner today? You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what does the shopkeeper have in stock? It's, it's all just die rolls on random tables because you let the dice decide. You know, you mm-hmm. don't you don't come to the table with a plot. Right. I think the idea of, you know, uh, when when you step away from OSR is when you step away from, I can see where I want to go. It is random from here to there. Mm-hmm. And then something happens there. But between here and there is emergent. Yeah. But that's not OSR at that point. Mm-hmm. It's OSR and an adventure, a written adventure, which is story. You know, that kind of feels like is, um, uh, it feels like Hades, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the role play, the, uh, the, the, the video game by Supergiant, um, yeah. where you've got randomized rooms with randomized enemies in them, but the boss is always the same. Mm-hmm. And then you move on to the next zone and it's a bunch of random rooms and then the same boss. Correct. You know? Yeah. 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 yeah I could see that. Well, Sometimes the same boss. Sometimes the same boss. Trash God. Oh, hi, Electo. Murderer. <laughs> <laughs> worst, worst one to come across. Like, do you say anything? Oh, Tisephone. I yeah. love Tisephone. I want to give her a hug. I don't. I don't. I want to give her a hug. So, I want to do something entirely different with Megara. True. Very true. Very true. Um, but her uh, voice does things to me. Her voice is fantastic. The voice acting is fantastic oh in that God, game. No matter so where good. you go in that game, it's so good. Um. So, my brain was going to go in a direction. You are not born bisexual. You play super. You play Hades by super giant, and you are made bisexual. (laughs) Or, I mean, every generation has their thing. Yeah, like we started out with the mummy. (laughs) I watched the mummy at a formative age, and that's the way. That's why I am the way I am. You you get to accept certain things about yourself. That's all it is. Exactly. So, you know, uh, okay. So that being said, do we have any more show ideas there? Uh, we do have some more that we could talk about because we kind of we are going to do some funny things in February because we can. February we're going to get into some adult themes. We're going to get spicy. In, we're going to get a little, a little, a little spicy. So there's there's your early content warning for like if you listen to this with your kids, we will we will give you the content warning. We're not just going to open up with you know r-rated language or anything like that and it i honestly no. i don't think the discussion's going to get that spicy no no but it's definitely topics we haven't touched <laughs> it's yet. definitely topics we've shied away from before because oh my goodness somewhere in there we're also going to do the topic uh d and pstd or ptsd uh 
you know, aka how, what how D and D has damaged us as a culture to accepting other game systems. Man, I, I don't am... don't go too late because that's going to be a whole show on its own. Oh yeah, I know no, you... no, I'm I'm still I'm still in my crappy breakup phase with Dungeons and Dragons, and every time I look back at the subreddits, I see more stupid crap that Dungeons and Dragons is doing as a as a system, not even as a company, not even like Wizards or Hasbro, but like Dungeons and Dragons as a whole. And what it has done to, like, role-playing culture and stuff like that. And it's just these bad habits that it ingrains in players that, who then try to take that into other games. And it's just like... Oh, there's a discussion there. There's, there's a We're going to be talking there. about it. We're going to be talking about whole it. Whole discussion there. But I, I'm glad we'll be having that discussion after our other discussion in February that, that we have been tiptoeing and never actually bringing up. We're finally going to bring up. And, and as we said, if we talk about this... It it may not make it to Apple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we we may have to flag it explicit. We're not sure, but yeah, uh, it is essentially how role playing games and BDSM are basically the same thing, or should be in many ways if done right. Yeah, if, if done correctly, are are about the are about the same. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Oh yeah, but the Mad Elf asks, "Do I need some? Do I need some therapy about this history?" I, I mean, kind of. Like, don't. Don't, because this is going to become topic of the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just, I... It opened up a lot of opinions very quickly when we when we really started getting into the depth of it. Um, and I think I think it'll come out pretty hard in the show, but... Uh... Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a bad breakup. It's a bad breakup, and I'm still going through it, and I have opinions about it and what it is doing with other people now. Yeah, yeah. I think the other one that I, I really want to have a discussion on, because we've, we've gone back and forth on this, but we've never really broken it down of, of the reasoning, and I think it's going to be fun, is uh, Sarah's got a th- uh, has opinions about why not to do one-shots. Or to do, and... and... Not, not why not to. Look, I'm not saying people shouldn't do one-shots. That's not at all my opinion. No, no, for you, personally. Why I just don't like one-shots, personally. Like, there's nothing wrong with them. I just don't like them. And that's that's not a that's not a blanket statement. No, I'm no, not no. That's... To qualify other people's. No, 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 no. You know, this is our show. We can talk about our our feelings on yeah. it, and I can ask you questions about your feeling. <laughs> and I've done a bunch of one shots. I went to Gen Con. That's yeah, basically yeah. what it is. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so in that sense, it it's it, it comes from a different perspective. Yes, and I think that's I think that's important. I think it's important to have a talk uh, talk about that because there's a lot of people who like doing one shots, mm-hmm. and there's. A, much like the D&D issue, it's hard for some people to even think about wanting to step into those because they've had opinions on what they should be doing in role play. It's it's a lot about it's a lot about expectations. What expectations you bring to the table? Yeah. Um and I I think I think maybe I have false expectations of what a one shot should be and or um, what gaming should be. Or what gaming should be and I don't feel like one shots will fulfill that expectation of what a game should be for me. Um, but, but again, that, that's a whole, that's a whole ass topic for a month and a half from now or whenever it is. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Very true. Very I, true. I want, I want to highlight Philly fan in the, in the, in the live chat real quick saying, oh. uh, nothing gives me more visceral satisfaction than stomping Theseus into the pavement. <laughs> and buddy, you have never been more valid in your entire life. Like I've never met a boss that wants me, that, that makes me want to slap the the grin off of his smarmy face more than Theseus. Yeah, Asterius, I'm fine with. Like, yeah. Asterius and I are gonna go get a beer. We're gonna yeah. go. We're gonna. We're, fine. we're gonna go get a go go get get, get an Ambrosia after yep. after the fight, man. Yep. But yep. like, 
like stomping Theseus into the pavement and then going and fist bumping my fan up in the stands mm-hmm. is just such such satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Such mm-hmm. satisfaction. You mm-hmm. are you are right, and you should say it. Seems like there are two types of games: epic, decade long campaigns, and one shots. No one talks about short run campaigns. I agree. Hulavu, you all. Oh, I agree. Speaking of people who are valid and should say what they are saying I... louder for the people in back. I agree. I agree. There should be more short series things. Like I can't I talk. Think that, that's yeah. exactly what we're we're, we're aiming trying to, to do. do. Yeah, like, it's what I want to do. Current game. Well, my game is done. Your your game has already ended. You know. <laughs> Define a short short camp short run campaign. Ogin me. You. Yeah, I know, buddy. No, no, that's it. that's fair. That's fair. That's like a whole topic on itself. But I will say that, uh, like, I want to run six short to runs. ten games M- at max. At max. At max. I mean, ideally, I'd like to do it in like four. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Like that would be good. Like get people in, mm-hmm. start something, give it a bridge, give it a close. So my my thing is is that four four is what we usually define as the start of a campaign, right? The fourth. The if, fourth if game is played it's the, official. Yeah, the fourth game is the official. You are now in a campaign. You're you're doing more than just screwing around with dice and a couple friends. So know? I would say, Agony, a short campaign would be five. Would be five, <laughs> yes. Based on that definition alone. So for me, okay, the reason four is important is because I feel like it takes you that long to get... <laughs> Heat six says short run. I think the minimum is 267. Um, but uh, I, I, I think, like, for me... Four is an important number of games because I think it takes you that long as a player to get the feel of the of the the story, to get the feel of your character, to get the feel of your character's place in the story, and get a feel for the game mechanics. Okay, you've had enough time to stress the game mechanics a little bit and see what you like, see what you don't like, see what you need to learn, see what you need to focus on. Um, we oftentimes in our games are offering like free respects at, at, mm-hmm. at like, you know, fourth episode sure. of like, you've played with your character long enough to know that you've never touched that one skill over there. Do you want to dump those points into something else? Right. No questions asked. Just remake your character Yep. to, to something you're going to be happy with, but now it's final and we're going to move into the real story, you know? So I feel like, I feel like a short campaign has, can't be four because you're just, you're just getting your land legs by then, you know? See, and, and, and for me, when when someone says campaign, mm-hmm. what that tells me is, is that you're not handing them a focused character group. Like, that already know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, Lady Blackbird is a story in a box. Yeah. Right? Okay. Where everyone knows who they are on there. It doesn't say how to play your character, but it tells you who you are and what your goals are. Right. And in that sense, a short campaign is best or sorry, a short adventure is run that way. So when you look at it from the terms of an adventure where you already know your objectives, you already know your tasks, you already know your complications stepping in, you know why you're there, the trigger for why you're there and who you are. After that, it's just, you know, it's a matter of are you discovering yourself or are you not? If you're discovering yourself, it's a campaign because it needs to be long enough to to have that turn. Yeah. If you're not, there's no reason why it can't just be a a, a five session adventure. Yeah, like I think I think Shadowrun would be good for that. You already know why you're there. Yeah. You already know what you're doing. 
Correct. You're you, doing crimes yeah, you're, for money. Yeah. Your your trigger for the whole reason why you're there is, you know, the reason why you're a Shadowrunner. That's, right. That's it. That's it. Like, right. That's, that's the point. And you've already done that. Like, you're already a runner. Right. We're not going to do a runner origin story for so you. So the difference you know? between an adventure that lasts three sessions and a campaign in that sense would be, am I doing more than one adventure? Am mm. I, is, has the objective changed multiple times? Yeah. And found a completion, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. Or do we have an objective that requires us to complete multiple things? Yeah. Great. Now, then we got it. Now, now we know we're in a campaign. What's that length? Eh. At that point, depending on how well your players play or the type of system you're doing, you could do like, you know, blades in the dark type stuff that literally each session is an adventure on its own, closed and completed. You yeah, could sure. do it in three. Oh God! Is, is it? Do either one of us have blades in the dark on our on our to do list? I have the uh, the pirate one. You have the pirate one. Yeah, yeah. Which I do intend to run. Okay, good. So I might be able to do a campaign in three to four, depending on the people that I have, so that each night is an adventure. Yeah, that's true. Beginning that's true. beginning to close, and I love the idea of a hard timer. Which some of the systems have, where it's just like, okay, in the next 20 minutes, we're going to have a story tick that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. Like, that's how it goes, because the game has that. Right, right. And and that forces a lot of quick thinking and timing and shifting, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, of what you want to get done. So I want to highlight a couple couple uh, oh, comments means, in the live, please, chat, please. live show chat here. Uh, uh, so JJNX says he's actually running, uh, wrapping up a mini campaign for sessions in February. It was supposed to be a one-shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, love those, love those. Uh, Agony says, uh, my workaholic self, workaholic self uh, takes typical four to six session short campaign and pads it out to be a couple dozen sessions. I feel that. Yep. I, I feel called out there I, a little bit. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, Hulavu actually says, uh, I think I think a system that, uh, the system lends a lot to that. If your mm-hmm. character can advance 20 levels, isn't it assumed that you'd play that many? Yeah. yeah. Yes and no. I think like the twenty. Okay. I, I don't. I don't think the twenty levels are there to assume that you are going to take all campaigns from one to twenty. I think it's giving you a power range that you decide your own level of involvement. So I'm going to stare at you. Oh. I might have an opinion here. Oh goodness. Okay. Should I prepare myself for this? Do I need to? So I'm already sitting down. I don't know how much. So I guess I should just only ever complete the bow in Monster Hunter. Even though the entire tree is there before me. Yeah. Yeah, you're the weird one for only ever touching one weapon in Monster Hunter, buddy. So how many hours do you have in Monster Hunter? Uh, a little over 500, I think. Okay, how's that story going? Uh, it's done. Right. But it's 500. Well, only, only just, but it's done. <laughs> right. But, but I my, still haven't fought Sapajiva. I still right. haven't fought Fatalis. But my haven't point, fought Elytreon. Right. But my point behind that is... The system is literally putting golden things before you that would make certain things different for you and maybe you might want to try that other certain thing. Look, my problem is is that I have an envious eye, okay? I look across the aisle and, you know, I, I, I answer an SOS flare with somebody. I go into somebody else's session and I see them just absolutely tearing a monster up with a long sword or an insect glaive or something like that. And I go, I want that. But, that looks fun. But when a game presents you with that, you are interested. <laughs> it is. It's... And I think that's the point that's being made there. Yeah, and yeah. I, I agree. I agree with Hulu Vu that, like, 
if it wasn't there, why am I not doing that? If I'm not supposed to order it, why is it on the menu? Exactly. Yeah, no, no, I get you. I get you. I get you. So, I get you. So I'm down with you. I'm with you. All right. So Philly fan says uh, the Delta Green group I'm playing in right now has been running in isolated operations that last five to seven sessions each. Oof. It's been a wonderful change from the previous year long epic campaign and gives us all a great chance to try out new characters. <laughs> and he's he's scratched out after our old ones die horribly. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's, it's no. I love that though. Yeah. I love that little like five XCOM. to seven five to seven episode vignettes mm-hmm. of like this is a this is its own self-contained mission yeah no i like that no and that kind of lends to the, your star trek idea as well yeah being exactly. able to shift characters as well right i, right, I think right, right. i think that would actually work really well for that design that's that's pretty cool philly i'm glad that's working out for you too i, lo- I love that it's short five to seven sessions each isolated operation <laughs> like, well you got to keep in mind too that not everybody plays monthly like we do no no they a lot play of a lot better. of people play weekly games so five to seven sessions is pretty damn quick you know yeah, uh, e- even for us, it would be pretty damn quick because it's only five to seven months. So, well, it pro- honestly, with some of our schedules, that's going to be ten months, you know, to get seven sessions in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Mad Elf says uh, four to six sessions, wait three to six months, run another four to six sessions with the same characters, scheduling challenges Oof, assumed. Yes. Great chance for interlude mechanic, wash, rinse, repeat. I mean, it's neat. I, I see. I would. I would have a hard time with that because I think the players would lose focus. Now, I did a giant gap in my game, mm-hmm. and it didn't take much for you guys to come back to it. But it, it. I, I felt it actually helped my game. Yeah, because it gave you guys a a different perspective on it. Mm-hmm. The moment that you stepped into it, and that was fun. It was long enough too that we could get out of our own heads about it and kind of mythologize the things that yeah. had happened. And yeah. so it had this sort of like pulp lore. By the mm-hmm. time we finally got back to it after several years, you know, like, do we remember this dude? <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's right. Like, it may not have even been the greatest scene in the world, but but it left an impression on someone, and then they retold the story in a fun way. So now we all just remember it that way, you know? Yeah, yeah. I and this is the the Hulavu and Matt kind of pointed this one out. One or two levels gained per session hmm yeah that would be fun hulu says uh you leave town as a wimp and return as a god by the time you finished one quest yes now yes straight up i did read someone uh pl- ran their D world that way mm-hmm. that basically the the players were god touched oh, so okay. that's why they were exceeding everyone else like this old wizard that was in town that everyone thought was this, you know, very fabled, very successful, you know, people went to him for knowledge, was like sixth level. Mm-hmm. And he's in his f- late 60s. Right, right, right. right. And has seen some shit. And you literally walk back into town three adventures later and you're like, what are you? Like, I, I, oh, I aged, I aged a year. Oh, level? Yeah. Yeah, I aged a year, and I'm... I'm t- but the thing is, is that everybody recognized you're God-touched. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, you're different, and in fact, you're spooky. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't know, like, normal people may not want to be around you while others literally flock to oh, you. Oh, you've got that Fallout 1 thing going on. Where, yeah. Where, like, you beat the game, and they're like, great job, Wanderer, you've saved us all, and we owe you, we owe you all our lives, and that's why you can't stay. Yep. You Get will me. destroy our society if someone of your legendary status is allowed to stay here. Yeah. Like I have to kick you out. Yeah. No, like the six of you could decimate our home uh-huh. after a bar fight. Right. And if you have even the hint of an enemy, 
someone who could be on parody with you, you will bring that trouble to yep, our town. Exactly. Even exactly. the slightest grudge you have created yep. could be yep. a red dragon, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We we will set a statue for you and mm-hmm. praise you properly. You know. Thank you. But get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is the appropriate answer to, oh, to anything like yeah. that. That'd be good. But uh yeah. No, but I, I think I mean if for, for me my comfort zone is like probably six to ten sessions. Yeah, that makes sense. I I think I was aiming for six originally, but I think I could go as far as ten. Okay. Okay. I think it goes as far as ten. Okay. That's fine. I mean it's like not like we're not all gonna be playing games until we're we're all old and gray. Dude, I hope we are. I'm kind of already a little bit old and I'm definitely gray. You you do have some. I color. went to my stylist today. I'm definitely gray. <sighs> yeah. My my gray's been coming in. It's mostly in my beard, so Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Beard and ears, gotta hate that. Um, but the the the, I think the fact of it is, is that like I want to be playing games till I'm late. I want to be creative yeah, and coming up with stuff and like having neuroplasticity long into my years. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be all in the same like retirement home, you know, together, and we're gonna be like, "Did you order the new dice?" <laughs> Dude, we're not gonna be able to roll dice at that point. They're gonna be like digital dice. Whatever orderlies do it for us, it's fine. There'll be robots. One of them's gonna be playing with us anyways. Actually, the bomb will be at that point is when uh, uh when either we're in like holographic VR with AI NPCs that we can program. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, you know, we can roll around and, and fight monsters. We can decide if we want to do turn-based or not. Buddy, like, I, I you know, I've, I've talked about how I've been shotgunning Star Trek, up, you know, a uh, 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 series lately. And, like, every single time they go to the holodeck, I'm like, man, if I had that, if I had that, the games I would run. First off, we're not going to get it. I know. Probably not in our lifetime. I know. I wish we could get it in our lifetime, but the first thing that's going to happen is somebody's going to say the dumb thing, which is, oh, holodecks rot people's brains. They'll never work again. You know, it'll be the <laughs> yeah. same story they said about video games. It's just going to be the same and, thing. And cell phones and television and books. And look, yeah, it did rot our brains. Look at where we are now. <laughs> me's like, at the old and gray comment, I had to check and make sure I didn't have my camera on. <laughs> Mad Elf's like, until. That's in the rearview mirror. Nox is like, started graying at 24. Lots of gray now. Yeah. First off, Hulavu, you are not wrong. Uh, we do need to crowdfund RPG retirement communities. I 100% accept that. Oh my god, yeah. Like, I had, like, Vicky and I have talked about this a lot. Mm-hmm. That realistically, I think it's a great idea. I think that the retirement communities that we currently have are an evolution of the terrible ones from the 80s. Sure. They're better. They're basically cruise ships on land. And why not? Like, that just makes sense. If you can if you can make a cruise ship work mm-hmm. at the price that you do and everyone's happy on it, d- d- do it on land. Yeah. Whatever. That's like old people can still, you know, enjoy every one of those amenities taking care of, taking care of them every day. Make it work. Like exactly. just you know, stop being weird about it. Um cuz and that's the other thing is, is the uh all uh, you know, all-inclusive resorts. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Like wh- why not have an all-inclusive resort that's gaming related? Mm-hmm. Like they try to do that kind of stuff the 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 gaming uh uh, uh, what was it? Uh, like Disneyland out in Utah. Oh, like wow. there is no, one out there. It is running. It mm-hmm. is doing its thing. It's basically a year-round Renaissance festival with live character kind of stuff going on and little quests you can do and mm-hmm. like 
actors, like everybody's an actor, everybody's doing stuff, but there's all kinds of stuff going on there. It's not Disneyland by any means, but it is good. It is still good, but it's one place and, you know, pricey to get into, but people freaking love it who go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing more of that, but I honestly wouldn't mind seeing our retirement be an evolution of the current homes where basically, like, it is active. It is mentally stimulating. We are doing gaming and things like that. We're seeing it in and aspects of it like the the what was it there was like a golden oldies Twitch team that was playing Counter-Strike. Oh wow. Yeah. And they were they were doing fine. Yeah. Like they're they're good at their shit, you know? But like our current esports people that like our generation kind mm-hmm. of started e- in the esports, like we're getting old. Did they all retired oh, and like, God. but they're still playing games. Yeah, man. There's, there's always a reason I stopped. Like a couple different reasons I stopped playing playing Dota, and like that was one of them, man. I, after watching myself just absolutely fumble a play because I, I, I didn't just did not have the reaction and the hand eye coordination to like yep. parse what I was looking at on screen, hit my ability, click where I needed it to be, click another ability, click on the one person who was moving and covered in spell effects Mm -hmm. to fire it off and combo the two things together. And somebody was just like, what are you even doing? And then I looked at where I clicked and I was just like, oh, I was that far off top. Like, I mean, absolutely right. Like, Mm -hmm. it was was that, like, quarterback flinging the ball into the stands Mm -hmm. style of off. Yeah. You know, yeah. wasn't even like a couple yards off. I was like on the other side of the screen from where I thought my mouse cursor was. I'm like, I, I have to pack this in. Yeah, I have to pack this in. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, but I and I, I'm usually the sweaty one in our game group. You too. are pretty sweaty. You're pretty sweaty. <laughs> but I think I think we all have our moments like that that are that are definitely off. Yeah, but uh, I, a lot of that has to do with the fact that like we're working. Our brains are crazy during yeah. nine times out of ten. We end up playing games to relax, not become competitive at them. Right, right, right. And, you know, there's just, like, I mean, we, we play some games, like, we play Arma, you know, yeah. where, like, it's it's a mill sim. Right. You know, so, uh, you know, if you get shot, like, there's no life bar. It's no. It's just, like, you just get shot, and mm-hmm. now you're just down, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, oh, they called in an airstrike. Sorry. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you were in the wrong you, place. You were at the fu- you were at the wrong end of an AC-130. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. You know? That, that happens. Um, you know? And it's not like, it's not like, uh, uh, it's not what, call, of, call of Duty, where you just like hit R and respawn, and now you're back in the action. You know, yeah. It's it's a it's a military simulator, so you know, yeah. Troop deployments are a thing. So, mm-hmm. but, you know, there's some nights we play that where it's it was just like this just isn't doesn't feel fun. Yeah. Like, uh, I feel like I feel like I'm on the I'm on the bad end of things tonight, and it's just yeah. I, there are times know. when I want to challenge, and times when I don't. Like yeah. The the new game we're playing, uh, Void Survivors, Void Crew, Void Crew. Like it's tense. It's a little tense. It's it's tense. I think I think some of that's learning curve. I agree. I agree. I think some of that's learning curve. I think we're going to get better at it, and I think it's going to get a lot more fun. Without but... a doubt. Without a doubt. But at the same time, like, it's tense. Yeah. Yeah. I think any game, though, where it, like, puts you into a situation where you have to cooperate with other people. Like, take, like, even just, like, Overcooked. Mm. You know, yeah. um, where it's like two people just trying to cook recipes together and serve them to their customers. You know, yep. those are relationship enders. <laughs> you know, uh, you've seen there. There's a there's a whole genre of YouTube video of like couples playing those games and trying to make see if their marriage will survive it. Yeah. Um, and I just think Void Crew is just a four player version of that. You know. I think that's fair. I think that's very fair. I want to. 
You know, I had an idea though because we were talking about like the doing the the RPG style retirement home thing, right? Sure, sure. All right. What do you think of this idea? Okay. Of not not like a retirement home, but like a a dedicated location. Okay. With rooms that you can rent out mm-hmm. for your role playing game. Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, and those rooms are equipped with um like different color lighting and stuff like that. We had talked about um, this one. Speakers, yeah. you know, with an aux cord and stuff sure, like that. Sure. Basically, like, you have to bring your own laptop, but, like, stuff that you can easily just plug all your crap into and seating for, like, up to, like, maybe eight people, you know, mm-hmm. plus the storyteller. Sure. Know, like, with at a, a nice table. Yeah, at a, at a decent table. And, like, making the different rooms different themes. Sure. You know, so, like, one can be, like, a Baroque library sort of thing for running, like, Call of Cthulhu. One could have, like, a lot of, like, neon lights in it and stuff like that. And, like, chain link fences and whatnot for your cyberpunk games. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I I thought that that, uh, like, like an escape room in aesthetics. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's themed rooms. Like, right. when, uh, it was funny, when the art van right over here closed up. I remembered that all of the windows had 900 square foot uh, or 600 square foot spaces mm-hmm. to to mimic bedrooms, basically, yeah. or different rooms that they could put furniture. And I'm like, you could do it that way. Yeah, you do. You do uh, fogged glass, mm-hmm. right? Or and so on the inside, you've got like you know templates against the glass, and then little rooms with doors. Mm-hmm. They're all private, right? And now everybody's got that. The problem that you have with any of those spaces is the cost. You, yeah. You've got to have it yeah. full at all times. You've not only got to have it full at all times, but uh, one thing we've learned through LARPing especially yeah. is that gamers are cheap people. Yeah. And not and not, not in a derogatory sense. No. Like, role-playing in and of itself is a very welcoming, low-barrier-of-entry game because essentially you, we've got one person who needs to get a $20 PDF off of RP, uh, DriveThruRPG and a set of dice that you can kind of scavenge from different, you know, box games. I mean, that's how we got them back in the day anyways. But, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you, for 12 bucks, you can go to your local game store and get a full set of dice, you well, know? Well, not only that, but, like, it, it, the accessibility of dice. Yeah. Like, the, the, the straight-up Amazon accessibility is mm-hmm. there now. And... But it's all very low expense, very low entry, and the idea of going somewhere and paying money to sit down and game right. on a regular basis. Right. Like... If there was a bar crowd for gaming, it would be different, but that's not yeah. what it is. Yeah, and that's and that's the that's the big sticker is I mean even even to me, I'm the one saying the idea. I think it's really super cool, but if you asked me if I would go to a professional place or your living room, right. I'd be like your living room is free and but, it's a welcoming safe space. But on the other hand, if you did it in Japan like the karaoke bars, yeah. I'm sure it would be huge. Yeah. Because that's what they... They don't have spaces. They literally don't have space mm-hmm. in most cases. Like, the idea of going back to someone's house seems crazy in Japan. Mm-hmm. Like, do you live in the country? You actually have space? What, are you going to fit more than two people in there? Right. What, are you rich? you got furniture? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about, you know? Like, you could fit four of your friends in your room. Mm-hmm. It is hot, sweaty, and you're, you don't have a place to cook. Yeah. Right? So you're going to go out and get food. So now that's annoying, but if you've got a place that you can go to that brings the food to you and bring the drinks to you, and you can game, okay, now you got some money. <laughs> now you're spending. Now, Mad Elf's spitting, spitting some nice uh, uh, dreams for us here. He says, a road trip? 
to, oh, to Evermore. To Evermore, which is the D and D Disneyland All right, that we were F- talking Philly about. Philly fan, you've been there. Okay, and you said it is exactly as I described it. Uh, so I- I'm assuming Philly fan that you've also been to uh, your-, your typical Renaissance festival. Mm-hmm. Is it just a Renaissance festival on steroids with some quests? Is that what it feels like, or does it, or does it actually feel like a good step up from that? That's my question. Because uh, it, it, to me, it from all the reviews that I've seen, now these people are pretty darn excited, but they're also pretty darn young, and they don't see... And every one of them had outfits that they had to pull together to go, or make specially to go, because they didn't talk about going to Renaissance festivals. They don't have them in their states. Mm-hmm. So it was a huge thing for them to go there. But I could see people in the Northeast, or maybe in down in Texas, who are used to going to TRF, or, you know, uh, or some of the larger... Uh, you know, uh, Renaissance festivals are going to be like, do I just bring my garb? You know, like I have garb, like that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you if you, if it's part of your your bailiwick up here, like you just have it, or you know a friend who has outfits. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm I'm interested. The game shop that I have charges six dollars entry in my town to play unlimited board games. Shut down. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's cool, Hulavu. Like I, I like uh, Gen Con has that for uh, it's five dollars. It was either five or seven dollars a day for a ticket, and it would get you that ticket would get you in uh, to the open play. And mm-hmm. they literally had a wall, like a twenty foot long, like eight foot tall wall of every board game. Oh God, it was like RIW. There were, you could just grab it off the shelf and play. Yeah. And a lot of that stuff was coming from the show floor. People yeah. are just like, hey, we want people to play your game. It's it's going to be here. It's great. It's great marketing. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. Let them play with it, yeah. Yeah. It's like free samples, but for games, you know? Exactly. And like, why not, right? Sure. Like, but, but I think having... But it doesn't surprise me at all that it's shut down, though. You no, know? no. And like, the problems with Japan and New York and running those kinds of things is the square footage. Where do you put it? Right. So that it doesn't cost you a million dollars to run that facility. It's yeah. it's the Dave and Buster's concern. Yeah. Like, you want Dave and Buster's to be cool. It's a place to drink and play video games. That's expensive to run on a Wednesday during the day. Yes, it is. Like, you shut it down? Okay, well, you still have to pay for the square footage underneath you. Yeah. So it has to be in a place that that square footage is cheap. Yeah. Which is not where the people are. Right. Then, right. And that's always the, the root problem. Is, is Dave that... & Buster's still around? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's still Dave & Buster's out there. At least I think there are, so... There's one up. I think there was one up by my parents. I just haven't been up there in a long time. So. Yeah. There's one up at. Uh, there's one actually out this way, as well. We've got one at uh... just off of 275, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 I, I wasn't sure if that one was still there or not. I haven't been up that stretch of 275 in a while. So I think Philly fans are writing me a novel. I love it. Oh right. Um, but uh, so yeah, that's that's my big thing. Is like we had the dream locations to go to at the at the apex of the 80s for us were like the BattleTech Center in Chicago. Oh yeah. was an apex place to go to like when I went out to Vegas I went to the Virtual World Center which is where I got God, to play in the BattleTech so pods. So jealous of that. Like I don't get me wrong, the BattleTech pods were cool and they did show up at Dave and Buster's and I did get to go, get to play in them. So I have had that experience under my belt, but I'll tell you what, as big of a BattleTech fan as I was, Red Planet was where it was at. I'm just going to say this when you're ready, in Kalamazoo, we can play. Red Planet? Yes. Rob, you cannot offer me this ring. I will, I, will, I will talk to you about it. We actually could have gone on Saturday. They have an open night there. And we could just drive out there and go play. Instead of a co-pilot, you would have a queen! 
you know? All right, Philly fan <laughs> says, it kind of feels like a half step between the two. Okay, between, between a Renaissance festival and something more. Uh, there were folks there in t-shirts and jeans mingling with people in full garb. The actors were really nailed it in terms of the quests, factions, etc. But there was still people staying out of character to do things like run gift shops, concession stands. Okay, okay. okay. That right. I dig it. Okay. I feel like that is the point where it's like, you're at a Renaissance festival. You're not at a park, right? Yeah. Like, like, and in, like, that, sh- the moment that you walk in the door, you should feel like you're always there as a character, right? That's, that's how you want it to be. You want to keep, you want to keep as much uh, of reality away from it. And I've been to festivals that do that, where the, where the vendors are always in garb, mm-hmm. always in character, right? as much as humanly possible, short of like, we're having problems with your credit card, please give us a minute. You know, things like that, (laughs) right? Right. You know, the food all has titles and things that they get it from, and, like, it's fun, but when you start bringing in concessions people Mm. and and randomness to that, where, like, those people aren't in character, they're not actors, because you can't pay them as actors. Yeah. yeah. You know, to, to get that. In some states, you just can't pay them as actors, because that's, like, a whole guild that you have to work through. Sure, sure. You know? So I get it. Like, I totally get it. But I feel like there's there's something there that's needed. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you want that connection. Yeah. And if they get yeah. close to it, that's cool. Like, I'm I'm down. So I appreciate the information. I'm a little jealous that you got to go. I'll I'll probably make a pilgrimage out there at some point. I've wanted to. You're envious, not jealous. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Well, I'm, No, I'm, you're envious. I'm envious. Jealous is if you have something and you want to make sure nobody else that's takes true. it from you. That's true. Envious is if somebody else has something and you want it. I suppose that's true. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, Sarah. Sarah, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Oh, yes. yes, yes, Matt. There is Red Planet and Keizu. The so uh, the short road and... trip. Okay. Road okay. trip. Road trip. Hold road on. Hold trip. on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. So uh, so in a, in short order for those of you who are totally this is this is nothing to do with role playing. Jesus, I can't believe I'm doing this. So we don't back... have a topic for this show. We don't. Um, so <laughs> nothing to do with role playing. We're off topic. Oh God. <laughs> way back in the day. Um, BattleTech uh, as a uh, as a group. Um, partnered with a company that ended up making uh, basically a video game that you could play that was in uh, where you sat down inside of a enclosed pod uh, that uh, that had controls and monitors and and like uh, radar and stuff and you played Battletech like uh, the digital game Battletech. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was boxy and it was it, I mean, it was polygony and terrible, but at the same time like it was 16 on 16 at a time when that did not happen in like full simulator pods. So yeah. like you had like joysticks and a seat and like different foot pedals. To... Yeah, I mean, yeah. you had radar, you had controls. You like heat management was a thing. Yep. Um and then later on um after Chicago's uh, Battletech Center shut down. Um, uh, the group who basically fledglinged that um, stepped it up and created the Virtual League, Virtual Gaming League, mm-hmm. um, which was just a title for it. But effectively, it was a bunch of little centers that were all over the place. There was one in Vegas, um, I think there was one in Chicago, and they built the 2.0 pods. And these were a little more upright, but had way more tech. Uh, they were running, I think, Windows XP. I think. 
uh, for the the main uh, server, mm-hmm. uh, but the the systems themselves were like, but the the graphics were better. Everything was improved, but they had two different games. Um, they also had like this really cool intro video. You can look it up uh, on YouTube uh, for both Red Planet, which was a game where you were a bunch uh, a bunch of miners basically racing. Um, it's 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 a racing game, right? Okay, but all you're trying to do is complete laps. Yeah, but here's the thing. You're doing it in a low gravity environment with basically like uh, skimmers. You know, yeah. like, think of it like pod racing. It's actually a lot like pod it racing. It is very much like pod racing. But but the track was the unique it was the unique part of it. Okay, mm-hmm. the track is shaped like a line. It was it's, a barbell. It's, it's, it's a barbell. Okay, yeah. there is a big open area on either side with one lane in between. You are racing into oncoming traffic. Yes. And sometimes you're a light craft and sometimes you're a giant hauler. Yeah. Uh, and... and they all had their things. Like a hauler getting hit by a light craft wouldn't even notice it. Wouldn't even notice it, but that light craft is paced. Yeah. But uh, the light craft moves really fast. And when you're in a race, that's what you want. Right. You want so... to... And so it was team based. So yeah. sometimes you'd have blockers and runners and things like that. Oh, it was so good. Uh, it was so much nuance and just such yeah. a simple little. Uh, and uh, so they had that. But then they also did Battletech. Um, and they up- basically upgraded it. And effectively, it was like the first Mech Warrior uh, game, but different. Mm-hmm. Um, so the graphics were better. Uh, you were basically always doing arena-based combat, but they, for people who were familiar with the previous Battletech games, they also did special league stuff, and it it was, I think, I think the largest center had eight on eight. Okay, okay. Um, that they could do. Um, when that all shut down, as the pods were basically getting mothballed and stuff, a bunch of people started buying them and mm-hmm. all the equipment they could to keep it running. Um, and one particular group here in Kalamazoo, Michigan, um, became a repository. And they have, I want to say, between 8 and 12 pods. Uh, but I think like 8 are functional, like okay. fully functional. And they've they've been keeping it going, and they Just have both. Just running 4v4s? Yeah, yeah. Or, or free-for-alls. Okay. Um, and, uh, it's, it's all private. It's just them doing it there. And mm-hmm. it's wonderful. Like it's a Facebook group. Like they, it's, it's a fledgling little group of, of people. And I love it. Like, yeah. um, they were the ones who brought it to Gen Con, not this past year, but the previous year and partnered with Battletech and literally had it running next to the Battletech games. Yeah. 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 And so that was really fun to see, uh, some of the old pods there. Uh, but yeah, it's, if you get a chance and you're interested at all, there are two videos for the, the virtual league. Uh, look up Red Planet, uh, and you will see Cheech Marin uh, in uh, as a as a one of the actors and uh, uh, Judd uh, from Judd Nelson. Is it Judd Nelson from uh, who's in uh, Beverly Hills Cop? Uh, tall guy. Uh, uh, I can I, never think of his name. I don't know. I don't know that I know Beverly Hills Cop well enough. Okay, but anyways, uh, the, the the if you look at it, you'll be like, oh my god, they got these people to to be in these videos. Um, if I can find them, I'll post links in the Discord as well. But uh, it is it is worth a watch to see history there if you remember some older actors. Judge Reinhold. Judge Reinhold. That's who it was. Oh yeah, okay. My uh, judge was, was what was sitting in my head was judge, and it, I couldn't get it out. Uh, but yeah, it's the videos are hilarious. But the idea was is that they made these pods, uh, and 
they could uh, effectively link across universes mm. uh, to other places, and it put the person into combat or put the person into Red Planet. Uh, and it was just, it's, it's funny and it's adorable. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's really cute. It's, there's, a, there's a lot going on there, but it's, it's hilarious. And then the actors they got are, are, are fantastic. Uh, but it was neat little videos, like, you know, mm-hmm. startup things. And it was at the heyday when I think, uh, uh, Disney had done their, uh, star cruises, Mm. ride where like you step up and there's like a whole little thing before you get in the ride and they were like oh we like this idea this is how we're gonna do like our tutorial yeah 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 it was fantastic it was absolutely fantastic really well done it's great it's immersive it's immersive it's a little it's a little cheesy but you know you bring brings you in yeah exactly good exactly exactly so but uh yeah so there you go there's my step away (laughs) an explanation it was a lot of fun i loved every moment of it i still will play them if i can uh but apparently this weekend they're doing a like free-for-all you can sign up and just drive out there and play and they're actually doing some tabletop battle tech i think as well Mm, so but uh yes yes very much so all right man we're coming up on uh 15 after the hour you want to we can wrap this up. You want to wrap it up a little bit? Yeah. For those of you uh, who joined us in the chat, I really do appreciate. Yeah, we really, really we love thank this. all of you guys for for being here and being with us. Honestly, just just this whole ride, like it's been a wonderful year having having such great listeners. Um, yeah, it just it's just a real real blessing. It's a real blessing. So yeah, we'll uh, you'll see the post for next week's topic. We haven't decided the order on those topics yet, but uh, you know what? Pick pick one. Make right. make a make a decision. All right, let me see right here. here now. Um, You've got the list. I I can't. I do have the list. Um, let's do. You know, let's do one of the the listener ones. The the contri- contributions. Contributions. Yeah. Sure, uh, okay. So let's grab. Um, Let's do the uh, group harmony. Group harmony, okay, yeah. So no, that next... one came from Knox in the box. I think so. it's great. So. Uh, yeah, uh, we're talk- talking about how to basically get a get a group to be to act harmoniously, not not only out of character but in character as well. When you've got different opinions, different play styles at the table and stuff like that, so we're talking about the kind of the complications with that and uh, and, and and things we can do as storytellers to help facilitate it. So, yes. uh, we love every single one of you guys. I see all the hearts coming up in the live chat now. Thank you so much for being with us tonight, Philly fan, Mad Elf, Knox in the Box, Hulavu. Jajanex. Uh, uh Who else am I missing here? Uh, Heat Saint Agen Me. Agen Me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for, for joining us tonight. It's been really great having you. And uh, we will see you all next week. In the new year. You can find us on Twitter at ST underscore Conclave, on Instagram at ST underscore Conclave. Listen to us live every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on MixLR.com slash Storyteller dash Conclave. And join us up on our Discord. We'd love to hear from you there. Uh, find the link as well as uh, on our Twitter, as well as our website, StorytellerConclave.com. We'd like to thank our Patreon members who support us every single month, especially our name members, Knox in the Box, Sedge up there, Came in Asylum, Veteran, Hulavu, Sam, Sean, and Sparkle Motion. We appreciate all your support. Our pre-show music is by Arcane Anthems. You can find them at patreon.com slash Arcane Anthems or on uh, YouTube Music uh, or Instagram, actually, at Arcane Anthems. Our intro music is Beyond the Warriors by Geefrog. You can find them at geefrog.bandcamp.com or on YouTube Music. And our outro music, which you're hearing right now, is Only Our Footprints in the Sand by Midair Machine. You can find them at freemusicarchive.org. And a big shout-out, as always, to our families, Vicky and Sean. Thank, Thank you, you so much for loving and supporting us. All of our friends who've sat with us at our tables give these great stories to share with you and you, every single mm-hmm. one of you listeners. Thank you. We love you guys so much. Love you guys. Good night. Good night.